Hello, hello. Ready for the next part of The Taste of a Smile? I sure am. But first, thank you to everyone who has supported the creation of this episode. I am so grateful. All right, let's get started. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Taste of a Smile, Part 29, Chicken Soup. Mary was sure she had set a new personal speed record. She had bolted from the store, barged through the park, and was now jogging up to her house. The hair at the base of her neck was soaked. She could feel her cheeks glow. Despite her attempt to walk it off, she was still upset, though. Lex hadn't replied to any of her messages. Mary had sent quite a few this afternoon. She had practically begged Lex for a moment to talk. By phone, by chat, at her place, anything. But her request had been met with absolute radio silence. At first, Mary had gotten worried. Was Lex unwell, after all? Was she so sick she couldn't reply? No, that didn't seem likely. Later in the afternoon, Mary had started thinking that maybe she had pissed Lex off. Had she asked for too much? Was she unreasonable? By the time the store had closed, Mary had gotten angry too. There was simply no excuse for Lex to completely ignore her. If she didn't want to talk, she could just say so. Mary wiped her cheek with the sleeve of her coat and almost tripped over the person sitting on the stairs leading down to her door. What the fuck? She shouted, grabbing the metal railing. Careful, the other person shrieked. What's with the hurry? Mary finally recognized her grandmother. Grandma? Elsa got up slowly and stepped onto the sidewalk. Who else would be sitting here? Mary took in her grandmother and immediately felt a pang of worry. It was a clear, crisp evening and Elsa wasn't wearing a coat. Why are you sitting out here in the cold and the dark? Mary asked. I locked myself out, Elsa shrugged. Mary blinked. What? When? Oh, a few hours ago, I think. Elsa rubbed her upper arms. Can we go inside, please? A few hours? Mary asked in shock. She fished her keys out of her pocket. Yes, I hopped outside and forgot my keys, Elsa sighed. Why didn't you call me? Mary asked, unlocking the door and ushering her grandma inside. Elsa stepped into the hallway of Mary's basement apartment. I didn't have a phone with me. Mary slipped out of her coat. What about the neighbors? The Daniels family wasn't home and you know I'd rather freeze to death than ask Esther for help, Elsa replied impatiently. Mary's mouth fell open. Seriously? She was home and you sat in the cold anyway? Elsa lifted her chin. I knew you'd be home soon. What if I had gone out for dinner? Mary asked, exasperated that her grandmother would rather freeze than ask a neighbor she had had a dispute with years ago for help. I would have had to wait a bit longer, Elsa said, sounding less sure of herself. Mary widened her eyes at her grandmother, but immediately backed off when Elsa smiled back sadly. Please just find a place to call the store next time, she asked and reached for her grandma's hand. It was cold too cold. Elsa chuckled tiredly. I hope there won't be a next time. I thought I could have an iris scanner installed. Mary arched her eyebrow. Or you could just not go out without your keys and stop being so stubborn. Elsa squeezed Mary's hand. I know. I'm 
glad you're home, my sweet Mary. So am I, Mary replied softly. Without warning, tears filled her eyes. She averted her gaze to hide them. Elsa was not fooled easily, though. When are you going to tell me what is going on with you? She probed gently. The lump in Mary's throat doubled in size. She sucked her lips into a thin line to stop herself from sobbing. Elsa tugged at her hand. Let's sit down for a moment. She guided Mary to the couch, her cold fingers wrapped around Mary's. It gave Mary a moment to think. She was sick of keeping all of this in. She needed to tell someone. I don't know where to start, Mary sighed. She studied her shoes. They were dirty from walking through the grass. Does she feel the same way? Elsa asked, managing to sound way too matter-of-factly. Mary's eyes snapped up. Her grandma smiled back in triumph. <laughs> I might be old and stubborn, but I'm not blind. She giggled. Oh God, Mary blurted out. She hid her face behind her hands. Was it that obvious? Yes, Elsa said. You've been behaving like a teenager for at least a week. Mary groaned in embarrassment. <sighs> but let's focus on what's really bothering you, Elsa continued. What's the problem? Mary blew out a long breath. How could she explain? She wasn't sure if she even understood what was going wrong between her and Lux. She, um, Mary started. I think she might not be ready for this. Ready for what? Her grandmother asked bluntly. Mary squeezed her eyes shut. She knew what she wanted to say, but she had a hard time saying it out loud. She had to force the words out. For a serious relationship. Uh-huh, Elsa replied, leaning back. You really, really like her? Yes, Mary squeaked. Have you asked her? Elsa asked, placing her elbow on the back of the couch. Asked her what? Mary responded. The lump in her throat seemed smaller now that she had finally shared some of her worries with someone. Elsa smiled. Have you asked her what she wants? Mary glanced down and shook her head. I was going to talk to her today, but then she called in sick. I'm not even sure if she is, actually. Maybe you should bring her some chicken soup. Elsa interrupted and brushed some lint off of her sweater. Chicken soup? Mary stammered, running a hand through her hair. Elsa nodded. Isn't that what people eat when they're sick? Mary frowned. I guess, but personally, I prefer ginger tea. You can never go wrong with ginger tea, Elsa continued. Mary fidgeted with a small ring in her earlobe. You think I should go see her? Elsa smiled and rested her hand on Mary's knee. I don't know, honey. What do you think you should do? Mary spotted the doorman and immediately realized that she had made a mistake. There was no way she would be able to surprise Lex at her door. She would have to ask her to let her in through the intercom. It's not like she could sneak in. The doorman was already keeping an eye on her. Mary walked up to the panel with doorbells, feeling very self-conscious. Oh hey, they're broken, the doorman said before Mary could press the button next to Lex's name. Mary spun around. 
Oh, I'm here to see Lex Emsworth, she replied, improvising. I forgot my phone at her place. She was stunned at her own ability to lie so suddenly and so smoothly. The hairs on her arms rose. The doorman readjusted his hat, looking her up and down. You were here this weekend, weren't you? Yes, Mary said as calmly as she could. Could you let me in? He nodded in the direction of his office. I'll give Miss Emsworth a call. No need, Mary urged, hurrying into the building after him. She is expecting me. Okay, I still need to, he replied, but then got distracted by something. What the f***? He managed to swallow his last word just in time. Mary followed his gaze. A large plant with white spotted leaves stood in the corner of the lobby. In the large stone pot, a cat was digging up soil. It was a beautiful creature with big amber eyes and long black hair. It wasn't very graceful in its behavior at the moment, though. The cat was clawing at the sand furiously, throwing it up into the air and onto the floor. The doorman jogged over. You again. Stop it, he said between gritted teeth. Mary pressed her lips together so she wouldn't burst out laughing. Her eyes flicked to the elevator doors automatically. If she hurried into the elevator and upstairs, would the doorman try to stop her? Come here, kitty, he cooed to the cat, hands stretched out in front of him. Mary wasn't a cat expert, but she had seen enough cat videos on YouTube to know his strategy was doomed to fail. The cat looked up, stopped digging, and started climbing up the plant instead. The doorman tried to grab it before it was out of reach, but it was too slow. The whole plant swayed back and forth dangerously as the cat made its way up with remarkable skill. Shit, he yelled, taking his cap off and throwing it onto the floor. Mary could hardly believe what she was seeing. The universe was a wonky place today. First, finding her grandmother on the stairs in the cold. Now this. She decided to seize the moment and said, Um, I'll let you deal with the kitty and find my way up, okay? Right, he muttered, quickly taking a step back when the plant tilted in his direction all of a sudden. I need to call Mrs. Fritz to come and get her cat again. Good luck, Mary replied, pushing the elevator button. She was thrilled to discover it had been waiting on this floor and quickly stepped inside. She couldn't help looking back at the cat one last time. Amber eyes blinked back at her from the very top of the plant. Mary grinned at the pesky creature. Thank you, she mouthed before the doors closed and the elevator started moving. She exhaled slowly, trying to calm her thumping heart. In a minute or so, she would be at Lex's door. She hadn't rehearsed what she was going to say, but all of her lines sounded silly now. Mary was starting to doubt if she would be able to say anything at all. Her hands were shaking. She was so damn nervous. What on earth was she doing? Why had she come here? The doors opened and she stepped onto Alexa's floor. It was a small miracle that she even remembered where to go. Mary wasn't very good at that kind of thing, usually. But she was confident she had to go to the door at the end of the hallway. There was no name next to the doorbell, though. Mary swallowed a few times. Her throat hurt after a day of anxiety. She took in another deep breath and pressed the doorbell. The thunder in her ears was overwhelming. At the same time, butterflies were doing double takes in her stomach. It took a while before she heard the door being unlocked. Mary tucked her trembling hands in her pockets to hide them. Finally, the door swung open and Mary came face to face with someone she had never seen before. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry, she stuttered. Had she picked the wrong door after all? 
were at the wrong floor? Yes, the lady standing in the doorway asked impatiently. Her dark hair was free of gray streaks, which stood in stark contrast with the wrinkles that defined her face. I think I'm at the wrong door, Mary replied apologetically, pointing at another door in the hallway. I'm looking for Lex Emsworth. The woman arched one of her thin, expertly plucked eyebrows. Lexi, she said over her shoulder, you have another visitor. Mary immediately connected the dots. Lexi, this woman had said Lexi. Only one person addressed Lex with that nickname. Oh shit, this lady had to be Lex's mother. Who is it? Lex shouted back. She sounded tired and annoyed. Lex's mother regarded Mary with a disingenuous smile. I'm sorry, who are you? She asked. I need to get out of here, Mary thought, right now. I can see I'm interrupting, she started to say. I'll just come back. She didn't get a chance to finish her sentence. Lex's pale face appeared next to her mother's. Seeing them side by side, Mary saw where Lex had gotten her cold, arrogant gaze from. Mary? Lex asked, her eyes flicking back and forth between Mary and her mother. This was part 29 of The Taste of a Smile. About that cat, it's a reference to our own latest rescue. Charles was in the hospital for a while, and while we visited him, we saw this half-bald, um, black, weird Persian cat. And the vet mentioned that she was looking for someone who would want to adopt her because she had found her dumped under a bridge soaked and abandoned and a complete mess and of course she stole our heart right there right then and we took her home her name is gertrude and she's quite the character i'll make sure to post a picture on instagram or the community sometime anyway again thank you so much to the fellow romantics who support this podcast it's very important to me that these stories are freely available for everyone and that wouldn't be possible without your help so thank you. All right, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you in two weeks. Welcome to the Bells and Whistles Theater. Step inside and follow me into an enchanted realm of sound. It would be my privilege to welcome you to the Bells and Whistles Theater today. Go to the Patreon membership page and see if there's a seat available. Patreon.com slash lesbianromantic.